Welcome to the Double Deuce Podcast, an amazing show that lasts only 22 minutes and is for you, the listener. So soak it up. So here are your two big beer hosts, Will Averill and Nelson. Hey, Will, hit the timer. And we're in. It's Double Deuce. Double Deuce. Yeah, that's okay. No, I took, I took a little pause. I took a little pause. I kind of threw you I off there. I feel like we were just talking about this, but I feel like a little bit with the Zoom recording, I feel like sometimes when you hear a pause, you're like, oh, I should go because it's a pause as opposed to me trying to talk over somebody. It's uh, like it, it doesn't uh, – it abhors a, a natural silence. It does. What episode are we on on this one? I can't even remember. It's 244. Oh, yeah, lucky 244. And speaking of – Two and four are both even numbers, and we've got two guests. Uh, we're going to do two shows. That's, uh, that's going to be a hell of a sag. Yeah, thanks. Sag. Thanks. We've got um, the one and only uh, Hillary Morton. Hi, Hillary. Hello. Yeah, and Lauren Saunders. So, hi, Lauren. Hey, guys. How's it going? It's going It's going good. How are things? Uh, in, they're both from the big Kansas City. How are things in the Kansas City? Kansas City, if you're not from Kansas. It's hot yeah. here. That's just how we, people say it, Kansas City and Kansas, Kansas City. Just it Kansas, Kansas City? Yeah, that makes sense. Yeah, yeah. It's, sorry if I made that confusing for anyone who's not a local or doesn't know Kansas for, City. For our English listeners, just so you know, that's how that works. Yeah, yeah. Um, and first of all, let me say congratulations on getting T-Mobile Stadium in your new, in, in your big city. That's pretty, we're all pretty excited for yeah, you there. Excited. Yeah, yeah, that's going to be a big, bright, big magenta light in the, yeah. in the downtown. It's going to get pink. It's going to get real pink. If I were I rich, I would, I would so buy it and name it Sandstone now that it's changed <laughs> <laughs> from that to that. Wait, no, that's, no, because you're talking about the Sprint Center is now going to be the, Yes. Right. Yeah. But so I mean, we have a big yellow glow now. It'll change to a big pink glow. I mean, I. Think... <laughs> so, so, Lauren, you're feeling relatively sanguine about the change from the yellow glow to the pink glow. Yeah, I mean, you know, it's just uh, I don't really hang out around there a whole lot. So you know, I mean, I like that it's there, but I don't necessarily it doesn't really affect my life much whether it's yellow or pink. Well, I'm a lot closer to it, and let me tell you, it's a total game changer. <laughs> are you? How are you feeling about the whole thing? Are you looking forward to it, Hillary? Uh, I found out about it yesterday, and then I heard okay. like a lot of people talk about it today. And I think I like Nelson's idea of changing it to sandstone, but I think we could really fuck people's people up and call it Kemper Arena. <laughs> <laughs> that would be Kemper Arena. Wait, Kemper Arena still Kemper Arena? Okay, no, no, this is funny. I made I made a mistake of going down that rabbit hole, and like I'm like, what is even in Kemper Arena? Uh, because one of the ways that we accidentally get out of Kansas City, trying to get back to Lawrence every freaking time, is this weird route that that takes you right up uh, by the rail yards and and Kemper Arena. Like the GPS likes it, and I've never ever driven it before. I was told by Google to do this, and it's terrifying, and you feel like you're gonna. Um, you're gonna die alone in the in the rail yards, uh, but then you go right by camper. And I was like, I mean, you are. You probably are. Okay, that's that's you're good. Gonna, good to I know. Feel, I, feel like, I feel like you're. I feel like you're. You're underplaying the majesty of the railroad, and I think you're falling into stereotypes. But I don't want to interrupt. True. Please continue your story. <laughs> well, well I, uh, 
yeah, I mean, it's, I, I, I don't feel like, though, that I, I, I see your point. I don't feel like, though, it's, it's any particular group of people that is going to kill me as I'm driving through this area. I think it's the, the environment. It's like a Stephen King thing. Like, it's a Pennywise area. It's like a Pennywise zone. It's like Kansas City's Pennywise zone. Um, you don't feel like you don't feel like I feel like maybe you're nostalgic for like a simpler age where like a man could just ride the rails as he pleased and, and run into little difficulty. Well, I, I, I just recommend like, that. Not not, not not part of town. Yeah, I feel like that your the your fear of the stockyards district in general is really what sets you apart. You know, that's part of this whole Lawrence Kansas City thing. Once you figured out how to negotiate the I seventy six seventy area in there i mean you're that you're basically from kansas city at that point yep that's the initiation to get my my um missouri license plate they're gonna just show me a graph or a map and i have to tell them how to get someplace do i take 670 or 70 because 70 is scary so it's also been closed like for like six months past year Oh, it's, I think it's been a year. Um, I, I learned yesterday to answer your question, Will, that there are still things happening in the Kemper Arena. I believe there are um, cheerleading competitions, volleyball <laughs> tournaments. Um, what else? What else? It's, we- technically, it's technically the High V Arena. Yes, now. excuse me. Uh, oh, oh, okay. Okay. By the way, it's where I saw my first concert, Debbie Gibson. I remember watching, I think that I went to a Michael Jackson break dance off thing there that was like loosely like Michael Jackson sponsored, like he put his name on it for a bunch of money, but it was he had nothing to do with it, um, <laughs> except like people just went and they had a, a break dancing dance-a-thon, because I, I, I actually, I, I don't know if I told you guys, but... Uh, I used to fancy myself kind of a break dancer. Oh, um, yeah, how no, was, how is this not going to be a long time? I, you know, it, it was mostly um, in my in my own mind more than an actual any sort of uh, tangible reality. But I did. Uh, I didn't have the thriller jacket, but I had a jacket, and I wore one glove for a little while um, when I was like seven or eight, and I wanted to be a break dancer really badly, and I could maybe moonwalk a little bit. Did you oh, man, carry man, around man, a man, full... Can we get some pictures of this? Uh, this now remember this was in the eighties, so it wasn't there were it wasn't very easy to take pictures and you had to stand for like three minutes. And... Come from time to time, especially if a kid was right. dressed up like Michael Jackson. <laughs> yeah. I would like to know I would like to know how serious you were. I mean, did you carry around a folded up square of cardboard tucked into Exactly. That's that's the real jacket. You know what, Lauren, I'm gonna tell I'm gonna tell you I'm going to tell you a dark secret that I don't know that I've, I've ever told anybody before, but I lied to my cousins, Paul and Jacob, one night on a sleepover about the fact that I had won this tournament. <gasps> that I, I, told, I told them, I told them I, I told them I won it, that I had won it and I had won several others and they were incredibly impressed. I, you know, they didn't, they weren't really old enough to know that I would, you know, and why would I lie to them? Because we all trusted each other. Uh, but I, I told them that I'd want it. And not one, question. not one of them said, prove it, Willie. No, no, no. Because I was, I was the eldest and it afforded certain privileges. Situation down the line where it's like, Somebody needs to break dance to like save somebody's life, and Paul would have been like, "It's cool. My cousin's really good." My cousin. <laughs> <laughs> that never happened. Never that, no, no. Hey, no, really, 
that would have been the believe that life isn't that way that comes up. How far into this lie did you go? Like, I'm sure they said, "Well, what was the grand prize?" I mean, there's no way that conversation. What did you do when they said, "Show us some of your moves"? I'm a little disappointed in their like lack of intellectual curiosity, frankly. Yeah, but still, they don't really vet this like, thing at all. There's no heroes in this story, I guess. Okay, well, well, I think I think that's first and foremost that's the key to remember. Secondly, remember there was a little bit of an age difference. And Paul and I were roughly the same age, but I was a year older than him. And this was at the age like six, seven, eight, maybe eight, close to eight, where you know there was very much that sort of hero worship thing. He really thought it was really cool. Why would I lie to him? He never that never really occurred to me. And Jacob was only like six so he didn't know much of anything so he's like yeah cool whatever um and uh and 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 they just so they didn't really question it and i think that i did say that i had i, I remember talking through like the 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 the, the regular um the, the the sort of regular competition and then the semifinals and then the finals oh. yeah and and describing like making up each opponent that i'd outdanced <laughs> um oh, what were their and, names and uh, you know, I don't, I don't, I wish I remembered, I wish I remembered, but I know like one of them, I think it was a couple of guys who were dancing together and I outdanced them. Um, wow. I yeah. Mean, that, seems, that doesn't seem like you should be in the same, uh -huh. like, uh, yeah, it should be a different yeah. one guy, one guy laid cardboard down and I was like, I, I wasn't into the cardboard game. It was like, I just had to you know, go for my life. And it, I mean, it was it, it, like, imagine me right now trying to explain to you exactly what happened. It's probably about as competent as I sounded when I actually lied to them. But you see, know, I feel um, like the surface is something that that is a way that you could really sell that lie because maybe you have developed a new dance style that requires a very specific type of slippery surface and nobody is going to just have that. Like, yeah. So you can't ever show people, you know. <laughs> right, yes. right. I would, but you you don't have the required service for me to do it. <laughs> this you is know, the wrong oak. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> well, after, you know, 14 or 13 or whatever years of doing the Victor Continental show with you and all of those musical numbers, <laughs> you were an amazing dance captain. I will say that. There was some rigorous choreography and you really led us through it. And I was wondering where that came from. Well, that, that you know, it's funny you should mention that. That came straight from Kemper Arena when I won the championship of, uh, of breaking, breaking off, breaking, breaking dancing. I, I did the breaking dancing and I was, I was great at it. I was really, really good at it. Um, <laughs> I have a question. Does Polly? Did you ever come clean on this to Polly? No, know that you no. Lied? This is this is actually, guys. I, I, I have I fundamentally. I, I hope not. Nobody listens. That's why I'm telling you. Uh, I I <laughs> I fundamentally have never told. I was not lying to Lauren when I said I've never told that story to anyone because I was always uh, pretty embarrassed about it because it wasn't even a cool lie that you can be like i feel cool about telling them like i ate a snake or something like that no it was it was a super embarrassing uh embarrassing dumb lie and i, and, I bet that deep down in Polly's heart he knew you were lying but he just sucked it up and believed you like he just he honored you so much. He was so loyal to you. He was you probably kind of mad at himself for that like moment of doubt. He was like, God, out Willie. I love that guy. <laughs> you know, I <laughs> here's this. I mean, it really fundamentally change the nature. I mean, he's gonna look back over the years. He's gonna yeah. times 
and he's going to wonder, uh, you know, was that, is that the real business or was it break dancing? Yeah. Well, you know, and if it weren't at this point where I feel like we're at the end of the world anyway, I, I would I would have kept that <laughs> kept that inside. But uh, I, I I can't go on with this anymore. I have to let this off my my shoulders. Uh, you know, it's that, sort of... I think you should update your resume right now. <laughs> Nineteen. Put on the back of your head. <laughs> yeah, while we do this, while we do this. Nineteen eighty-three camper arena break dance a Jackson break dance a thon off winner. <laughs> no one's gonna research it. They're gonna just go with it. It's I true. Sure it's long enough that ago that you, sometimes you can't find that stuff. <laughs> no, I would love no to believe it's called the break dance a thon off. <laughs> I, I hope that's what it's called. <laughs> Me. I, I I feel like my 1983, although it's too long, 1983 Michael Jackson bring dance a thon off ought to be the title of this episode. <laughs> but maybe maybe the winner just got to go on tour with Michael Jackson and you actually missed out. Like that could have really changed your life yeah. and not for the better, you know. And and then, I know, and then I saw that and then, and then I saw the Finding Neverland thing and I'm like, oh God, I'm really glad I lied about that and didn't actually get good. <laughs> breakdancing because that would have been a, a really dodgy thing. Yeah, I would have been on somebody's radar. Like those kids were like legitimately I wonder, I wonder good. If, I wonder if Paul's always like thought that maybe that you'd been molested by Michael Jackson, but he's never been able to bring himself to ask you. By the way, at this point, I just like to remind everybody there is a difference between finding Neverland and leaving Neverland. They're oh. very different. Oh, <laughs> We're gonna have to fix that in the edit. You'll fix that, right? You'll make that right, won't you? Won't you, Nelson? You'll, you'll fix that in the edit. No, oh, man, I, didn't, I didn't write it down, so probably okay. not. <laughs> All right, good, good. So, Campo Arena, um, and I also saw some major league, like not major league, or the precursor to major league soccer, whatever it was, there was some soccer. The Kansas City Comets back in the day. The Comets, yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So I watched the Comets game there one time, and that was fun. I like that. Uh, two of the main things they had in there, a lot of country music concerts, and I guess a lot of concerts, and rodeo. And Monster truck rallies. Monster truck rallies. That was a big thing they used to have. There. Yeah. I, I also went to a Michael W. Smith concert there, so. Ooh. With my youth group, so um, I learned then that there was no God. uh, (laughs) No, but actually that whole area is kind of going under this whole transformation. It's kind of a cool place, and actually Kansas City's, in my opinion, Kansas City's best bar is in that neighborhood, and that's called The Ship. And that you go... Inside the sh- inside this bar, it looks like the interior of a ship, like an old. Ship. Oh yeah, I think you and Andy were talking about this one time that the Iron Man. I don't know if you've been there, but it's a cool place. Uh, nice. Shout out to Stockyards Brewing Company, which is down there and part of what used to be the Golden Ox, which now is again the Golden Ox. It's been reopened by another a new another chef, 
A lot of stuff going on down in the Stockyard Districts. Oh, and uh, across the street from the Stockyard. Roving bands of murderous hobos, Will. Come on. <laughs> now, Pennywise's. I'm saying they're Pennywise's. I wasn't even calling out hobos. Oh, they're okay. nice hobos. I like hobos. Hobos was implied. That was a, that was a, that was a dog you, whistle. You, you, were, you were trying to. That was a dog whistle with that Pennywise stuff. You were. Uh, no, no. I'm talking straight Railroad tracks, right? Mur uh, murder, murder clowns. I was all about murder clowns. Also, remember the year when the murder clowns were out, like, and everyone is freaking out? That year was way better than 2020. Way yeah, better. yeah, yeah. I remember thinking... I feel like, though, but that was all phase one. We never got phase one. two of murder I mean, clowns. Like, you know, at the end of the day. <laughs> that would have been a way different year if murder clowns had moved up to phase two. There were, <laughs> we, didn't, we didn't pin any murders on them. Right. But, like, there were bodies. It had that year would have been clowns. much worse. In the oh, same man. murder hornets, which not hearing much about those murder hornets, I guess. Yeah. I don't really don't want to tempt fate, but the, that is like <laughs> le legitimately one of the things that 2020 could still do is be a re rise of the murder clowns. Like they could come back. Like, can you imagine just a terrifying slate of pandemic clowns or something? It just. And maybe they're wearing masks and they just come out and like slowly point to their mask just to remind you <laughs> yeah or like, a, bunch of, a bunch of guys in those those medieval uh, oh yeah yeah, yeah. They could, just, what do you call that steampunk is that fair like with the beats is that kind that, of that would that would be steampunk ish yeah steampunk or or yeah or very just or british you know i mean it's the same thing if I don't go back to school, then I will organize just teachers if we could dress up like clowns, like, and maybe that would just get people to go back inside. Because <laughs> we're not going to be pushed back to phase one, so maybe we can help that along. Maybe the, maybe the clown, the murder clowns, send in the murder clowns. That's exactly. that's the key to going to reinstituting oh, nice lockdown. Sondheim reference there. <laughs> um. So uh, what? So we we pretty much covered Kansas City, right? I mean, that's all there is. Yeah, yeah. I, I <laughs> we need deep dive into the stockyards anyway, and where else do you need to go? I wish that I had just a track of you saying over and over again, "Deep dive into the stockyards," because oh, you've got to you've got to weigh about you when you say one that. More, one more thing. What's that? Who would like to like read? Should be a miniseries at least. Just Google Rockstar Burgers. I was just going to bring that up. I didn't know if we wanted to hit this or not, but I have gone to a lengthy discussion. Well, you don't need to go into, but okay. it's right across from the Stockyards Brewing right. Company. And it, first of all, it's open 24, it was open 24 hours a day. Okay. Um, all they really sold was burgers. Same guy owned a Thank place, God. a place up, I'm getting there. Come on, I got a peanut gallery over here. Uh, <laughs> upstairs was a business called Pole Works, which was a stripper dance class. Like, right? Not. It was totally not a strip club. You definitely could not go up there and watch naked. But it was. And it was like the, okay, right. Some drugs being sold out of the Rockstar, and a lot of a lot of people on meth hanging around. It was very interesting. Actually met the guy who owned it once. He came over to talk to the owner of Stockyards when I was there, and he, yeah, I don't know. I'm not gonna Is say. That's all we're gonna say about this for real. Yeah. But Google it. You'll okay. 
Um, he, he actually, well, hmm, do I talk about this or no? I don't, I oh, think we should move on. We've only got a couple minutes. Maybe we'll, uh, <laughs> we'll something else, but definitely Google Rockstar Burgers and you're not going to like what you see. Okay. It's closed now. now. You can't go there. But he lives above still. Okay. Interesting. Interesting. That sounds like something out of a Tom Waits song, kind of. uh, Um, Yeah, it's quite, I mean, it might have to be a saga of several songs, but yeah, it would be. (laughs) But yeah, it was a lot of of weird stuff. It would be like a series of like Red Sovine, kind of like spoken word songs, like the Teddy Bear series. I, I, yep. But like the dark, the dark mirror to the Teddy Bear series. So I feel like the Teddy Bear series, while whimsically sad, was still hopeful. Oh, yeah, it's not the most hopeful story we're talking about. <laughs> I didn't think so. I didn't think so. I remember I seeing something they, they about make... it at some point, but being like, I'm not sure what this is in reference to. Oh, well, I'm if they make the a teddy bear have sex with a woman, that's what oh. it's in reference to. Moving on. Oh, boy. Okay. So um, <laughs> here, here's, a, here's a question that can kind of get us through the last sort of couple of minutes. Um, most of what I know to do in Kansas City involves eating and drinking and being indoors. Um, as as Kansas City representatives, mm-hmm. what do you what do you all do now that you have to be kind of outdoor? Are there outdoor things in Kansas City? Oh that, yeah. Okay. So I downloaded an app called All Trails. So uh, I like to go for walks. Well, when it's not balls hot, but. There's a lot of great places to walk around. And one thing, one place I, I go a lot is um, uh, the Nelson has like a sculpture garden and a lot, you know, where the big shuttlecocks are and stuff. People like to hang out there. That's a nice spot. There's a lot of walking. There's a really no great. No relation. <laughs> yeah. There is a really great place called Barquet Dog Bar. And it's a outdoor dog park slash bar slash restaurant. So people just bring their dogs, and there's like hundreds of dogs running around while you're drinking a beer. Yeah, and they uh-huh. like music and stuff. It's pretty. It's pretty. Oh, awesome. nice. Yeah. Sweet. Oh wait, wait. shit! You said no drinking. Uh, you don't have to drink to go there. Well, you, I mean, you can. I just meant I like. You don't have the, to. You don't have to do that. I mean, mostly the Lord, us Lawrence folks think about Kansas City. Think about like like restaurants and like going out to eat and going to. To all the cool places and getting things that you can't get decent here, like barbecue and you know, sort Trader of Joe's. Mexican food. Trader Joe's, Mexican food. Um, yeah, yeah, that that good, good Italian food. I mean, we're really hurting for Italian here um, as well. So, I mean, is there anything they just still call seven one five Italian food? And then there's what's it called over so, on Aqua? So you got basil leaf. Uh, you got basil leaf. Okay. Paisanos and not quite uh, as good since uh-oh. they switched owners. Yeah. What'd you say, Nelson? Uh, the it's not quite as good as it was oh. since they switched owners. When they had the, the the crazy dude, his food was way better. But his yeah. his, 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 his meatloaf meat was, was weird. So weird. Listen, guys, uh, I hate to, to say this, but we're gonna have to kind of leave it there because yeah. uh, I've got a break dancing competition I've got right. to get oh, to okay. um, pretty soon. So uh, I'm probably going to be champion again. I bet. Probably you are. Yeah. Definitely. Yeah. Yeah. I can't do believe still, it. Do you still think you could like, you know, did, did you think you could break dance at all? Or did you just lie about break dancing all the time back then? And do you think you could still maybe do a little break dancing? Like what do you think? What, 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 are, the odds, what are the odds that you could successfully break dance if asked to? 
I got at least some sort of like shuffle step or a little pop and lock. You can't do any of that stuff. Yeah, I'm trying to think of like the, like the most embarrassing things I do, and I know there's a long list of them, but that I think that I do really, really competently. Like I was convinced I was actually really good at this, and um, I was not, guys. I I was not. I mean, it was basically like if I, I mean, the equivalent if I told you right now that I am in fact a, a an award winning break dancer. Right. Yeah, yeah, and uh, and I would I would do it, and it would be humiliating for all of us, um, embarrassing for you, and humiliating for me. I so. disagree. <laughs> well, luckily I think we could fight through it, but <laughs> <laughs> so maybe when the pandemic's over, we can all have a, a break dance at dawn off, and uh, and and, and um, whoever wins can take me on. Uh, in a final break dancing. <laughs> you, get, you get a winner. Because <laughs> you're, you're the defending champion. <laughs> since, since 1983, baby. Since 1983, Camperina. Big ups. I'm going out on that note. Double deuce. Double deuce. Yeah. Double deuce. <laughs> <laughs> All right. This has been Double Deuce Podcast. If you thought the intro sounded bad, this outro sounds even worse. Thank you for listening to the Double Deuce Podcast. We'd love it if you wanted to get a hold of us and let us know what you thought. You can reach us at DoubleDeucePod at gmail.com. Catch us on Twitter at DoubleDeucePod or Facebook, Double Deuce Podcast. Yeah, and also you should uh, subscribe and you should rate and review and things. I hear that's good stuff to do and it makes us feel good. And on the inside. Yep, and the outside. Both. I was walking with a limp, and then Rob Schulte left us uh, a nice review one time, and then my leg was healed. I threw my crutches to the ground, and I was healed because of your love. Give me your love. I need to eat your love and grow strong. Double deuce. Bye, Double Deuce. Keep diving in the stockyards.